0: all right ladies and gentlemen please welcome tonight's moderator deborah roberts abc news correspondent and the man of the hour bb winens good evening good evening wow what a thrill Thank you all for jumping on the arc and coming down here tonight, your paddles, your flippers, whatever it took. I know the weather is a little inclement, but we're so thrilled that you are here. Yes. And those of you out in cyber world, we're more uh, thrilled too that you decided to join us. I am thrilled, of course, to be here to introduce an extraordinary artist who's also an exceptional human being. B.B. Winans, yes, he is. I'm the B.B. Groupie. B.B. Winans is a devoted father, brother, son, and a dazzling singer. Maybe in about that order, I don't know. But if you think you're cool, calm, and collected, and you don't get that worked up about a lot of things, well, then you haven't heard this man sing, because he will bring you to your knees. Whether he's singing about love, spirituality or in this case of his new CD, America, 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 B.B. isn't capable of doing anything halfway. Whether he is sitting down to talk from the heart about his dear friend, the late Whitney Houston, as he did in an interview with me not long ago, and talked about her passing so poetically, or whether he is blowing us away with his pipes or whether he is working out his new passion in life, he does it with gusto. I first met B.B. in um, South Africa, believe it or not, of all places, seven years ago when Oprah opened her girls' school and we got talking about our mutual love for running. And before I knew it, and it was like midnight at some party, B.B. had got me to commit to going for a run with him the next morning at 7 a.m. And I crazily decided to accept this challenge. And we ran through the streets of Johannesburg. Might have been a little crazy now that I look back on it, but we ran through the streets of Johannesburg and just had a fabulous time. I have become such an admirer and as, uh, such a fan as so many of you are. And I'm not here just to suck up to you, Bibi, but also to help people learn a little bit about you because I am inspired so often, not only when I hear you speak about Uh, just your love and your zeal for life but also just about the work that you do and I want to ask a few questions on behalf of you and you'll get a chance to ask some questions when you um, when we finish up in just a few moments but let's talk a little bit about your DNA really I mean you come from a musical family is it just that you hit the genetic lottery (laughs) or is this something that was just sort of learned and taught in the family
1: well um, first of all thank you for being here it's it's always an honor for me to to sit and to fellowship is what the word we were raised with with people that I love and you know how much I love you and I appreciate what you do so um, but I, I I was raised in a family of ten and we sang there was no doctors there was no lawyers, no desires to be firemen, and these are wonderful things. We all loved music. My mom and dad sang, as well as my grandparents sang, and so it was always a part of the household. Um, We didn't think of it any different than other families until others started talking about maybe you know all y'all sing there's something wrong with that you know uh and um but it's something we loved something we weren't forced to do it was just an expression that we were always comfortable in in doing
0: and you found great success with your sister yes bb and cc yes what is it like singing with a family member gaining this kind of success with your sister
1: (laughs) it you know honestly sometimes people say (laughs) "Uh, it has been wonderful and that's the funny thing too you know cece is two years younger than i and she graduated with me because she didn't want to be left in high school without me and so we were always close uh so even in, in in the school choir you know we would sit together and we we hung in our lockers together, and at one point, we went to a competition in Washington, D.C., and these people came over and said, you guys are not brother and sister. You think you're tricking us. you all dating each other. It's like, <laughs> no, we're not. We, we we just, we're very close. So it, was, it has been a pleasure to travel the world with my sister. Um, we know each other's weakness. We know each other's strength. So to be on stage with someone who really knows you and understands you and accepts you for who you are it's been a pleasure.
0: Do you ever go out there, you've just had a fight, and you just got to kind of work it out? And oh, just yeah. Say,
1: oh, yeah. Yeah? The real family, not, not patri- uh, 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 The What was that family um, of six? The Partridge family. The Partridge family. We <laughs> were the Partridge Thank
0: family.
1: Thank you. Uh, um, so we would argue, fuss, and fight, and we would forgive
0: each other right before
1: we went out on stage.
0: That's funny. BB and Cece, is that really your names?
1: Benjamin and Priscilla.
0: Oh. But our
1: nicknames have been BB and Cece, all our lives, only people at church and family members called us that. Um, and then when Cece and I went to Charlotte, it got out that my nickname was Bibi and hers was Cece, and it has been there that. There you go. Yeah.
0: History. So you've been successful in the worlds of R&B, of course, and gospel. You've won a slew of awards. I won't name them all, but of course, you've won a, a bunch of Grammys, six Grammys, mm-hmm. including one for uh, co-producing jesus loves me on whitney houston's soundtrack for the bodyguard something different now america america you've done all this other stuff now a patriotic cd why
1: yes i asked myself that question a couple of times and the honest answer is i i was actually in the midst of doing another album uh, a standard classic album which i've always desired to do and i felt i was old enough you know, I really understand a little bit more about love and what it's all about. I share with you later about that. Um, but <laughs> Dude, I want to hear that detail. <laughs> but I, 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 felt the a call. I felt a passion and and an importance to, to stop that, which I did and record a patriotic album. And so I did just that. I pushed it aside. I went in. I started listening to these songs. And see, more than singing, I love to write. I love to write. And so it's easy for me, and it's been easy for me, to not sing and and step away from touring and all those things uh, because my passion is writing. So in in doing this album, I listened to these songs. And the power and the passion and the experience and all those things in this song There's answers there. These people wrote these songs while they were going through things. And so, you know, where America is now, I believe these songs can bring some answers. I believe they can bridge some gaps and bring us together and and cause us to realize no matter what party you are affiliated with, you're first an American. And so as I was doing it, I got excited. I got excited. I finished it. And then when I finished it, I stood still and said, What am I going to do with this? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because no
1: one's ever did a whole patriotic album before. You know, but it has been a wonderful—I call it a faith ride—and so it has brought me here tonight, and I'm excited to where it's going to go.
0: And it's funny you say that because Whitney actually had a chart-topping hit too with "America the Beautiful," but that was a single. But now doing an entire album is a very different thing. It's a
1: very different thing, and and it was funny because I, you know, we would talk all the time, Whitney and I, and no matter what album we were doing, and so she knew I was doing this, and so when I told her I was doing "Star Spangled Banner." You know, she said, oh, really? you going to, oh, you're going to come after me. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm coming after you, sis. And so, um, uh, you know, it is, it's, it's different. It's the departure from what I've done. But I've poured my heart into it. And I, I think if you do anything, if you pour your heart into it, I think you will see the fruits of it.
0: Wow. Well, you belt out some classics on this album. The Battle Hymn of the Republic, the yeah. National Anthem, Lift Every Voice. Mm-hmm. Is there a favorite? There is. Um,
1: that would be My Country Tis of Thee.
0: Oh, why? And, and,
1: and, and you say why. But there are, I didn't know until I started recording, that a lot of these songs have three, four verses that I had never heard, you know, because we just sing, My country tis of thee. And we don't know that. Ooh. My father got to thee, sweet land. Oh, and I was just caught up. And so, in, 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 in listening to that, the verses of My Country, Tears of Thee, I just, it just slays me. And so, that would be one of my favorites on the album.
0: What did you learn about the country? Because I'm guessing you started probably reading and researching and delving into maybe a little bit of history. What, what kinds of things surprised you about this country as you were recording this?
1: Well, not, not so much of a surprise as much as uh, I found answers. I found that you know, this is not the first struggle <laughs> that we're going through, and if we come together, we can achieve anything. I, I, I and I, and I saw that in the history. I saw that, you know, in, in in the lyric of the songs. You know, because these people wrote about what they were going through. You know, even the Star Spangled Banner. Mm-hmm. You know, ah, oh, the last verse on that is just mm. my verse. So I I I, I found answers. I really did. And sometimes, and people say, Song, songs, songs. like, you know, Songs can go places where the spoken word cannot go for some reason. And I've seen that in my career with CC and in, in writing songs even for other people. I've seen where songs can penetrate where nothing else can. So I'm, I'm hopeful. And I believe, even before anyone heard this, I believe that this would be uh, an album that will bring healing to our land. I believe that. And so it's the reason why I did it, and it's the reason why I'm going to sing to 2000, to 12, wherever I can go and sing these songs, I promised myself I would.
0: And during a time where we're so polarized politically, you say you found answers, but you also found strength, I'm guessing, because we're looking at that video as we walked out, and you said, I've got on a T-shirt there, but it was the dead of winter. You were freezing. And you didn't look like it. You looked totally happy, but you were like, your teeth were chattering. When I I see it, I see
1: all the cold wind that was blowing. (laughs) And I I looked at the cameraman. I said, y'all lost your minds. It's like, come on, come on, T-shirt, T-shirt. Do y'all understand? We under the Brooklyn Bridge and the wind is blowing that water up. And so, you know, maybe I'll get an Oscar for
0: it. (laughs) Oh, I like that. Not just a Grammy. How about an Oscar? Oscar now. <laughs> One of the songs that you wrote, and you said you do like to write, Arise from the Ashes, America. America. What's that about?
1: Oh, I tell you. Um, I, I just, like millions of people, felt the, the hope when President Obama was elected. Even before he was elected, and so while going through that, you know, people say, "How do you write songs?" I I I simply write songs when I'm inspired, and so I was inspired, and so this song started coming then, you know, um, and I believe, and I still believe, you know, you know, my trust, and it has everything to do with my upbringing. My trust is not in man. My trust is not in woman. My trust is in God. It really is, and this foundation of this country was built on God, and that's why we say, "In God we trust." So I trust God. I trust God, even how He uses men and how He uses women, how He places this and there. So my trust is still there. My belief and hope is still there that this country is going to achieve. Um, but the lyrics talks about the ashes where we are now, and it talks about where we're going, um, and it's 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 it was that moment, and and. I felt then that, you know, there's no placement for the song yet, but I learned patience is a wonderful virtue.
0: <laughs> if it would only come now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we live in that country, you
1: know, where everybody wants popcorn. I want to be successful now. And, but I've learned patience is a, just a wonderful thing, you know. And so I wrote it. I believed in it. It touched me. And I, I believe when it comes from the heart, it goes to the heart.
0: And you found the spirituality, too, in so many of these songs. You can really feel oh, it. Oh, man. You can really hear it. And yes,
1: yes, yes. I I, I wish I met some of these writers. Um, I, I I said it before, and I'll say it again. I, I am moved by a song. I am moved by a song. And it, it doesn't have to be a gospel song, but it has to be a true song. Mm. And so even when, you know, we... You know, Whitney has always been a part of my life uh, for 28 years. And so I remember when she played me, I Will Always Love You. And I looked at her, I said, oh, that's going to be a hit. And whoever wrote it, lived it, came through it. So meeting Dolly and knowing Dolly, knowing that she lived that song. And that's, I think, are the songs that just live forever and touch people in ways and change lives, you know. Um, And I believe some of these songs will change lives.
0: What do you do your best writing?
1: When I'm hurt,
0: <laughs> when I'm hurt
1: and I'm going through, and and actually there are certain places around the world that I love to go to, and for some reason, you know, it speaks to me. South Africa, mm. I love London when I'm like there's an energy in London that just starts my creativeness to flow. Um, the Bahamas, you know, mm. but usually when I'm
0: by myself really and you just sit there and just kind of go at it uh there's a personal story behind uh, your original song ultimate sacrifice Uh, tell us about it I,
1: i went to a friend of mine called and asked if i would go with her she was going to sing for the troops and i said yes i had never done that before and this was Eight ten years ago now, um, and I said yes, and she said okay, and she had mentioned Italy, and then as time went on, she said okay, we're gonna fly into Washington, and I took my, my some, two of my nephews with me, and they said we're gonna go to you know Italy, and we're gonna to, to Germany, and then we're going to Qatar, and then we're going to uh, Kuwait, and I was like oh. We're going to where? Kuwait. <laughs> <laughs> <Go> <laughs> I,
0: I didn't wear? say yes to Kuwait.
1: <laughs> wait. You know, and so, and, and we flew into Washington and they had to teach us how to put on a, a, a mask in eight seconds. You talking about saying no and going back and saying, look, I made a mistake. But long story short, I went. And it was right before we went to war, toward Iraq, in Iraq, uh, in Iraq. And so... I met all these wonderful, wonderful people, and knowing if we went to war, that some of these people were going to lose their lives, you know? And um, this young man came up to me, and he gave me a note, and he said, Mr. Winans, don't read this until you get back home, please. And I said, sure. And when I got back home to Nashville, uh, I read it, and he said, and in the... it's. They had a telephone number. He said, please, call my mother and mm. tell her you met me and that I'm okay, I'm her only son, mm. I'm her only child. Mm. And I, I did just that, but I, I was so moved by the experience. And then when we went to war and, and we, we, we had the casualties and everything, I wanted to, to tell them, as I did back then, thank you for your sacrifices. And as I said about the other song, I just patiently waited for the right album, the right time to, to tell everyone who has sacrificed and their families, thank you.
0: Wow. That's really a powerful story. <laughs> By the way, I love the way we both are clutching our glasses up here, it's so pathetic, it speaks to our age, right?
1: If you see me with glasses. <laughs> I tell my close friends, I guess I tell y'all, it's to be seen, not to see.
0: (laughs) Well, mine are to see. I'm just going to be honest with you. Mine are to see. But fortunately, the lighting's pretty good up here. Yes. You bring such joy to so many people uh, in your music and just in your life. What's bringing you joy these days? My
1: two children. I have a son who is 13 and he's 6'1". Oh my God. He's just rattled up. a seventeen-year-old a daughter who I'm ready to put on eBay. Um, <laughs> oh, not yet.
0: Give her a little. Give her a little girl,
1: time. I'm gonna take her to your house. <laughs> up I've york. got a
0: thirteen-year-old. No, no, no. Thirteen-year-old daughter. <laughs> yeah, Seventeen
1: is a whole other ball Ooh. game. And um, but <laughs> they are my joy. it's it's, it's amazing you know coming from a family of 10 i look at my mother and say what was wrong with you (laughs) um honestly and so but as much as it is a hard job one of i think the hardest job parenting is one of the hardest jobs especially in the time we live in um at the same time it is the most rewarding rewarding job you have so i have poured totally into them and that is my passion
0: And remember that while you start typing eBay on the computer. It is one of the most rewarding jobs. I can still love you and visit you. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> You're terrible. Okay. I watched you the other night on the uh, Tonys, introducing ah, the uh, music yes. from Porgy and Bess, and you were yes. looking sharp. I texted you right after, saying, "Whoa, yes. you look all right." Yes. What was that like?
1: That was exciting. That was so exciting. I was nervous as all, get, and you know me, I don't get you nervous. You don't get nervous, yeah. I was so nervous. I, didn't do it, was I, have to keep, I had to keep talking to myself, Bebe, Bebe. Now calm down, BB. <laughs> you just—you—I I knew the script and I took it, you know, for a couple of days and I learned it. I knew what I was gonna say, and had a big teleprompter. But then I was so nervous because I was kind of out of my element. One of the things that I—I just—I think I enjoyed so much was the passion that everyone has mm. for 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 theater. You know, I've done a little theater here and there. It to me is. The hardest job in the world, eight shows a week, you know, and and you have to give it every night. Um, but I had a ball.
0: You looked like ball. you had a great time. I really do. You 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 <laughs> nailed it. I was impressed. I was like, go, <laughs> Bebe. <baby>. go, Bebe. <baby." laughs> now we were talking about Whitney earlier, and you had a very special bond with her. Mm-hmm. You're actually writing a book now. You've penned the book already, had, The mm-hmm. Whitney I Knew. Yeah. Why did you feel compelled to write a book?
1: Well, I. As much as I didn't want to say anything at the funeral, and I didn't want to sing because I know me. I, I, I knew I was going to cry, and I don't like being in the public crying. You know, I don't mind crying, but my cry is so horrible. And so I don't like doing, you you said in your card I was smooth. <laughs> I, I like being smooth and laid back, but I knew I was going to fall apart, and so I begged not, I begged the family, but, you know, we, we did it. Um, but when when i spoke and said what i said about the crazy whitney and that was the whitney i knew the response from people who loved her that never met her was powerful you know and and so a good friend of mine called who knows me and been on me for years called me and said this you should do this because you touch so many people and people want to know more of the truth you know and uh, i thought about it and i talked with the family and they felt I should. And and so I had this wonderful, wonderful ghostwriter who came and just walked with me and walked with me. It was really therapeutic. Mm-hmm. It really, you know, I heard someone, um, Camille Cosby, say years ago when they lost their son that a friend of hers told her, and she said she felt upset about it, to embrace the pain. You got to embrace the pain. Mm-hmm. And if you embrace it, you'll come out on the other side. And so in doing this book, I embraced the pain because I didn't want to think of Whitney, my world without Whitney, because she was so a part of my world um, and and my family. And so uh, in doing it, I embraced the pain and and I'm coming out on the other side and I'm laughing more because there were so many memories and so many things about her that was just absolutely hilarious that people don't know because, you know, um, she couldn't show too much because of the kind of of, of life that paparazzi and everyone else cause you to live
0: mm. well we look forward to hearing uh... reading that book and we Thank mostly you. look forward to hearing this album but you probably look forward to having uh... a couple of uh... questions thrown baby's way so i know some of you might want to ask a question or two i won't dominate so have at him
1: hey my name's ron Hey, Ron. and um... i really liked um... your song heaven with c well, Cece. CeCe back mm-hmm. in um, 88, I was only like five. Um, it- <laughs> I was seven, wrong. But go ahead. <laughs> but, it, but anyway, I mean, um, that's not like um, any like original, um, or should I say ordinary um, gospel song. Right, um, right. It had like a hip R&B feeling. Right. And I recently downloaded that to my YouTube. Okay. Yeah, so plan on um, doing any other songs like that? Well, yes, I mean... And what was the, um, um, what got you to write it? Well, like I I said earlier, um, I've always been the type of writer that um, I'm inspired by life in general. Uh, That particular song, I was in Nashville, hadn't moved to Nashville yet, Um, but this very talented producer named Keith Thomas, who me and my sister worked with, for many years, um, incredible melodic writer, and so there are times that I can receive a tape, and which I did on that song, and I just started singing the lyrics. It's what I live for, and within 20 minutes, I had written that song. And there's many more inside of me.
0: Hello. Hello. Okay, I have two questions. Yes. First question, because the theme of America is so prevalent in this next album, mm-hmm. is this an album that your gospel fans will embrace? Number one. Okay. Okay.
1: All right, so you want me to answer the number one and yes. then come back number two? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I will say yes, and the reason why I can say yes and confidently say yes is that <laughs> I'm from the same place that those gospel listeners you know, come from. So if it spoke to me and it did speak to me, it wasn't a thing of, oh, let me do a patriotic album and see if I can sell a whole bunch. It's never been my, my, my train of thought. And so I was inspired and blessed by listening to it and singing it, which I'll sing tonight. Um, but because I have been moved, I believe they will be moved.
0: Thank you. Okay. And then my second question, um, you alluded to the fact that, you know, raising a teenager, Mm -hmm. especially a female, can be challenging. And um, right now, Creflo Dollar has obviously made a lot of headlines and there's the debate. Mm -hmm. Was he disciplining or was it abuse? Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts about the Creflo Dollar situation?
1: Well, as a adult, I've learned I can't answer questions that Others have to answer. Very, very simple. As a father, I know I've disciplined my daughter, and as a teenager, I know my father disciplined me. Um, And I think it's important that we don't judge and quickly judge. You know, I know him, I know his wife, and they are lovely people. And so instead of Judging, I pray for people no matter what they're going through, and that's the only thing I can say.
0: Oh, um, how long have you been creating music?
1: (laughs) You can sing (laughs) when you speak. Um, I am wow, Debbie. I'll be fifty in a couple of months. I'm coming to my young. fifty party. Um, and uh, so for 38 years I've been writing songs and creating wow. songs. Since you were
0: 12?
1: Yes. Wow. And Cece used to say, Ain't nobody singing them songs, you can't write. <laughs> she used to say that all the time. And then when we got nominated for one of the songs I wrote, I looked at her, I said, mm.
0: How <laughs> and about she that? said, like I said, she everybody said- <laughs> wants to sing that song, right? <laughs>
1: How did you feel when you first heard your song on the radio? Oh, still remember that feeling. Will always um, mm-hmm. uh, know exactly where I was. I was in my mother's Nova. It was a white Nova, and I was driving down to Livinoise, and my song came on the radio, and I almost hit the car in front of me. <laughs> 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 because. <laughs> It's true. Um, Because as much as you believe in yourself, and and that's what I teach my kids, and I I really do believe in what I do, you don't know how the public will react. So for someone to really, I believe they would, but for someone to really play it on the radio is like,
0: wow. (laughs) Are you critical? Because when I see some of my reporting, I'm like, oh, why did I do that? How did I ask it that way? Do you listen to yourself and go, oh, I didn't hit that yes, note like yeah, I want?
1: Yes, but, but not as bad, be, because I, I, I believe, um, I, I'm more critical on how I look. <laughs> I look at videos now, and I say, "Oh God, where was my friends?" <laughs> <laughs> going back to the gym, yeah, yeah. right?
0: Boy, oh boy, I'm telling you, the <laughs> hairstyle going like this is like oh, I need to find that barber. <laughs> you look great in the new video, by the way. Thank Fantastic. You. Hi. First, Hi. I just wanted to say, "Hey." Okay. Ah. And um, okay. has either of your children expressed an interest in singing?
1: Do it, Say it again.
0: Has either of your children uh, expressed an Express, interest?
1: You know, it's it's funny. My my daughter. Both. Both can. My son is, on a level of better than my daughter, but he, you know, ain't thinking about it. Where my daughter's very very. Into it, and it's like, honey, okay, you need to practice a little more, baby. Or say you, you Maya Smith. Um, but this she, will be on the podcast right now, watch out, I watch know. out. She's probably on there now. Uh, <laughs> but she's an incredible writer, incredible, blows my mind with her writing, you know. And so, I think she may be a writer. I have a question. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Um, do you have any advice for the new generation that want to break in? Advice to the new generation? I, um, I'm asked that sometimes, and then I have a great time when I meet young people and they express what they want to do. All I say, and, it's, and I say it all the time, understand who you are before. Understand who you are, where you want to go, what it's all about. And as you make that journey... Uh, the disappointments won't derail you, the no-sayers won't derail you. We had people, you know, it's funny as time goes on, um, but I remember when CeCe and I went to Nashville and we were having meetings to, with record companies, and this one record company, the, the, the guy said, no, no, we're going to pass, and we said, okay, and he said, because we, we just don't hear any talent. Oh. Wow. It's like, really? <laughs> Let's
0: find him today. You don't hear
1: no talent? Let's find <laughs> him today. No, 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 honey. Because we recorded with another company, and a year later, with our success, bumped into him. He was like, oh, I really want to talk to you all about signing. <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't hear no talent, right? So, So, um, so you have to believe and know who you are before.
0: I just want to say that I hope America, America will heal as many people uh, as your version of Stan did for me. Uh, so beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I think
0: that's it. Let's go. I think they're saying get off the stage, get at off least, the for, stage. Me. <laughs> at, at so least for me. Thank, thank you, you all so very much. Thank you. And
1: I'll be right back. to say thank you, though it may have cost your life. Did you ever want think twice, think twice, yet are willing to make the ultimate sacrifice?